Hi, this is Ariella Vaccarino. Welcome to my fourth podcast. I am the creator of Voice Lessons to Go. I love the subject I have today because I get asked this question all the time. Can anyone improve their singing voice? Meaning good singers and bad singers. Can everyone get better? And my answer always, and I believe this totally, is yes, anybody can improve their own singing voice. There's a big difference between improving what you have and the amount of talent that you've been given. So I'm not saying that everybody can be as fabulous as everybody else, but everybody can improve upon what they have. So again, to be clear, this podcast is going to be about improving the voice that you have, not comparing your talent to other people's and trying to be as good as somebody else. It's about improving what you have been given and how to make you the best singer that you can be by giving you some ideas and tools to work with. So if you're getting to know me through my podcast, you'll know that I like to break things down in lists. I like to get right to the point. So if you are looking to improve your own voice, I'm going to give you 10 areas that you can work on. And each of these areas you can improve upon. So the more areas that you improve, the better you are going to be as a singer. Number one, developing your ear. You need to spend time working on your ear, your sense of pitch, your sense of pitch center. And you can do this in a variety of ways. First of all, listening to a lot of good music is a great way to develop your ear as a singer. And a lot of people forget about this. There are so many wonderful recordings out there, whether they are audio or video, of great singers who have spent many years training. And a lot of us learn by ear and by watching somebody. So don't cut this one down. Spend a lot of time listening to good singers and you will tune your ear to it. And there's a lot that you can learn that is great from something like that. Beyond listening and training your ear, you need to do ear training exercises when you warm your voice up. I've got great ones on my Voice Lessons to Go Volume 2, Do Re Mi. It specifically uh, concentrates on ear and pitch training. But you, what you need to do is you need to learn about music. Learn how to sing solfege. That's Do Re Mi Fa So going up, coming down. Singing major scales, minor scales, singing chromatic scales. Learn the difference between a half step and a whole step. Start to develop your ear. I actually also have a great exercise specifically for this on my YouTube channel. If you want to check that out and sing along with it, it's um, youtube.com forward slash voice lessons to go. So look for that. But you need to train your ear and you can do it through solfege. Hearing intervals, the space between notes. Are you hearing a fifth? Are you hearing a third? learning to tune, learn how to sing and hear scales, and of course different types of chords, singing a major scale, singing a minor scale. All these things can help you to open your ears to music, and better hearing and understanding of sound will lead to better singing. Sometimes we just need to break it down, and then we'll have a better understanding of it, and then we can identify it, and then we can do it. Number two, the tone and the vocal timbre of your voice. We've all been given our natural God-given timbre and tone. But lots of times through the years, we end up covering our sound due to outside influences. It's important to find your natural timbre and find the most beautiful part of your voice and bring it out. Many people try and imitate sounds they hear on the radio. So if you're trying to imitate Britney Spears, remember she's singing through a processor, which is electronically affecting the sound of her voice. Remember, you can't imitate pitch perfect in your own natural voice. Lots of times they'll add like a grovel to a voice. Lots of times the singers aren't that great, but they're great dancers. So they've done so many effects on their voice, you can't really even tell what their sound is. And you as a singer in your car might be imitating that singer, covering what you might have that might be beautiful inside. So it's important to find your own sound. I think the best thing you can do to deal with this is to try and strip your voice down of all outside effects 
and find your natural sound and then figure out what you need to build. And you build it up where it needs help by adding qualities such as warmth or brightness or a hollow or depth or a ping. But find your voice and then build it from there. So don't start with something covered and all manufactured. Start with the real you and then add to it and build on it. Number three, work on improving your musicality when approaching a song. There is a lot more to singing a song than just repeating notes and words. You need to be making music. Music needs to flow and have lines and variation. And there are many things to concentrate when working on your musicality. It could be how you release your notes properly at the end of long phrases. You can swell your sound up and down when holding long notes. There are examples of many areas of musicality that can be developed. You can play with your tempo, which is the speed of a piece, your dynamics, which is how loud or how soft you sing, your phrasing. Is it going to be legato, which is smooth? Is it staccato, which is more choppy? You need to make music as a singer, not just repeat something that somebody taught you. You need to make it your own. People need to be swept away with your version of a song, and that is going to happen as a result of your musicality. So don't let go of that. Some people don't even think about it. They just worry about standing on stage and their vocal technique, and they forget to make music. What will make you outstanding as a singer is a singer who is musical, and that's really important. And this leads us to number four, emotive expression. And what I mean by this is you're acting through a song. So not only do you need to sing well, you need to move people through your performance. And this is where your acting ability comes in, and I mean real acting. You need to practice your lyrics as monologues. So write your lyrics out as a monologue, uh, just straight, you know, like a poem, and practice reading it and performing it without the music. So find the beats and the words and the phrasing. You need to find the variation in the repeated choruses. Lots of times you're saying something in a chorus three or four times in the song. How are you going to make it different? Is it, how is it going to be effective each time? For example, one time you might be timid, the next time you're going to be resolved. You use your whole body to express yourself. Be totally engaged and committed in performing your song. Just physically, your eyes should be bright and alive with expression. You remember, you are an actor up there. You're not only singing, but you need to move the people. You need to be emoting. And so this is something you can work on outside of your vocal technique. You need to work on your performance ability and your acting ability. Number five, charisma. Now, some people may say this is something that you have to be born with, and some people really are just born with it, but others can develop it. I definitely think you can improve upon it if you think about it and you really figure out what it takes to be someone who is charismatic. You want to be that person on stage that people have to look at. You have to do this by completely opening yourself up on stage. You want to seem approachable. You want to be interesting. You want to reveal that you're interesting, not just be interesting. You somehow have to let people in. Use your humor freely with an audience. Don't be afraid to be real in front of people. People are dying for this. Take an improv acting class to help you be totally raw on stage. This is something that I think is awesome for everybody. This will be very attractive to people who wish that they could be free like you in front of people. So don't be afraid to take risks and never hold back. And this will make you more exciting to watch. This will then make you more charismatic. Number six, improve your vocal range. Get practicing with regular vocal warm-ups. Voice lessons to go will help you do the trick if you don't have a good private teacher on your own. But no matter what, you need to be vocalizing regularly. Never straining. Take your time and do it properly with good technique. You need to improve your range, but you can never push 
or strain to improve your range. So you just need to practice regularly, build the correct and proper muscles that will support the higher and the lower notes. So the stronger you get your body, your physical body, to support your voice, the easier it will be for you to reach up or down in your range. So this is something you can do to improve your singing, improve your vocal range. Number seven, increase your vocal stamina. This can happen by doing a few things regularly. Number one, I think, is breathing exercises. This will help you to develop your diaphragm, which will help you to strengthen the proper muscles, which will help you to support your voice, which will help you to hold longer notes, sing for longer periods of time, sing stronger without strain to be able to project better. Next, to improve your stamina, you need to vocalize regularly and properly. We just talked about that on improving your vocal range. So do vocal exercises regularly. Then, of course, you need to practice singing through your repertoire, which is your music, your set of songs. So not only do you need to breathe, you need to do regular vocal warm-ups, and then you need to practice singing your songs. And then finally, in improving your stamina, is physical body exercise. I say this all the time. Singers are like athletes, and we need to train our body like we're in a marathon. So you need to strengthen your body through physical exercise. And swimming is fabulous. Walking, yoga, stretching, all of these things are great for strengthening your body. Remember, your body is holding your voice. It's not like we sit at a piano and we just play notes and the piano is the instrument. We're actually the instrument. We have to take care of ourselves. And the stronger we are, the better we're going to be and the better we're going to sound. So the more you practice, the better you will be and the more you'll be able to count on your voice for a good performance and the more you will be improved as a singer. Number eight, your appearance on stage. You can work on improving that. Some of you might have it down, but a lot of us don't. And I'm sorry to say it, but it's very important. I'm not saying that you have to be perfect, perfect body, perfect face, but you do have to know what your look is. And having a bit of your own developed style will really help you to stand out and be remembered. I'm not telling you to walk in with like a mohawk and checkered shirt and I don't know, creepers, whatever. That's a great look if that's what you want. But you need to really kind of be confident in who you are as a style and people will remember that. So also try and be in good physical shape. It will only help you in your singing. I mean, people want to look at people that are attractive. That's why people on TV are attractive because people like to see that because they're not always living through that. So of course, keep yourself well-groomed, have a good style, a good look. You want to have a confidence about you. And the way you're going to look really confident, I think, is you're going to have to have some great posture you're going to stand there, be really strong. I always say, imagine that you're like a fighter and you're strong and you're like ready for that fight. Not that you're aggressive, but there's something in you that you're just like alive in your body and that needs to be seen and that will help you to improve as a singer. Number nine, your song choice and repertoire. Don't sing audition and performance pieces outside of your comfort zone. Sing what you do well. This is really important. If you have a great five note range for now, then find a song that doesn't challenge that. If you can't belt don't sing something from Wicked. If your voice is high and sweet but not strong, pick a pretty folk tune. If you're funny, don't sing a ballad. Find the right type of music to show you off rather than show off your faults. And I think a lot of people feel like they need to challenge themselves at auditions. When you challenge yourself and people feel that you're challenging yourself, then they're not comfortable and they're not going to want to hire you. People want to feel comfortable. They don't want to be thinking, oh, is, are they going to get that note or is this the right style for them? They just want to feel like, wow, they were meant to sing that. And remember that at your auditions, you can always challenge yourself in your lessons, challenge yourself in your practicings if you're singing in front of a group of friends, but don't select an audition forum for something that challenges you. Always show your best face and let them wonder if you have the high note or if you have a certain quality that you didn't show. Make sure your judges and your audience are always comfortable with who you are as a singer and what you're singing for them. 
and don't add any more stress to the stressful auditioning process. Sing something you're great at. Don't challenge yourself at an audition. This will improve you. Challenging yourself at the audition can really hurt you. So really get that repertoire book together, find your top five songs, memorize them, perform them over and over for friends and small events so that when you get to those auditions, you are improved and fabulous at your own song choice and choice of repertoire. Number 10, your work ethic and dependability as an artist. Always improve upon that. Always be someone that people can count on as a singer. Show up memorized, well-rehearsed, and well-behaved. This can go so far in this business where there's so many people who are not well-behaved and don't show up on time and maybe stayed out too late the night before and come in looking just horribly, sounding horribly. You be the professional at all times, whether people are watching or not. It is imperative to hold on to your reputation as a singer, as being somebody that people can count on and that is looked at as somebody who is responsible and professional every time. This is something you can always work on and improve on. So those are my top 10 tips for improving yourself as a singer. I think that's a big variety of things that we can go home and work on. So you have a lot of homework and a lot of things to study and a lot of things to work on, which I think is great because we can all constantly be improving, which means you can always be better and which means you can always have a better shot at that audition next time. Thank you so much for listening to my fourth podcast. I'm having a really good time with them and thank you for your feedback. If you have any questions or subjects you'd like me to do podcasts on, you can contact me through my site, voicelessons2go.com. That's T-O-G-O.com. I also have a great weekly blog of free singing tips, Ariella's vocal notes at voicelessons2go.com forward slash blog. I have a great line of products from Voice Lessons To Go, which is a series of singing lessons on CD, to Vocalize, which is a compilation of vocalises put to sheet music. And I also have a service where people send me their voices and their questions, and I get back to them with my vocal assessments. So that's something else you can check out on my site, voicelessons2go.com. I'd love to hear from you and sing well, people.